News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. On A staff columnist with the Irish Examiner, Michael Moynihan, has written this week, and I quote, The prevalence of the smell around Cork is such that at times you'd wonder if anyone isn't smoking cannabis, or at least whether anyone is going to the small inconvenience of smoking it behind closed doors. Reporter Elaine Smith took to the streets of Cork to see how bad the problem really is. Uh, yeah, I would notice it quite often, to be fair. Kind of like, it depends what area you're in, though. Like, sometimes walking through Paul Street, kind of you'd see, like, gangs, and it would kind of look like, oh, like, they would look kind of like they were smoking weed. Like, you would get the smell that would hit you quite a lot. Like, personally, I don't really mind. Like, it's just kind of like, ew, like, yuck when you smell it. You smell it around sometimes, for sure. Uh, me, personally, I don't mind at all. Do you think people should be a bit more discreet when it comes to it, considering there's families and stuff walking around town? I think that the law and morality are not necessarily, like, always aligned so for me weed has no danger for people's families except for maybe the smell and like there's a stigma around it which i don't think is necessarily justified i work out in the public a lot and you would notice it quite a lot very rarely during the day but the evenings definitely people seem to be a bit more casual about it today what are your thoughts on it i don't think it should be criminalized the way it is it's there it's always going to be there i'd actually probably notice it more in beer gardens than i would out on the street it wouldn't bother me at all it should be legalized i think it's like it's like tobacco smoke i wouldn't think any different of it like you know Michael Moynihan joins me now. Michael, uh, that Vox Pop, random Vox Pop, obviously on the streets of Cork, um, a lot of people seem to be kind of phlegmatic enough about the fact that that you can smell weed all over the streets. You have a problem with it? Well, I'm taking the win, obviously, that they've all agreed with me. And uh, I suppose the first thing I was going to say is that was going to be the greatest link of all time between wild mountain time and the smell of of weed. Um, We do our best here, Michael. (laughs) No, in fairness, like, um, again, I don't want to... <clears throat> explain myself unduly, but my issue basically is that I don't have I don't have a problem with what you do behind closed doors like most normal people. But I, I do think it's a bit rich to inflict your tastes on everybody around you. And I know that saying think of the children as the last refuge of the scoundrel. But I mean I have seen kids in tongue crinkle their noses, pull their parents' sleeve and obviously ask, you know, Mom, Dad, what's that smell? And I think that is kind of crossing the line. Um, I don't have an objection. I don't have a dog in the fight when it comes to the whole legalisation um, issue. But I think it's a, almost a civic rights issue in the sense that whatever I want to do, you're just going to have to put up with it and tough luck if you don't agree. Uh, and you talk about your, bringing your own kids into town, Michael, and, 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 and you say crinkling up their noses. What's your particular issue about exposing the smell of weed to, to kids? Is it that it's just a, a smell they mightn't like or is it that they might get a contact high? Well, look, as I say, I don't pretend to be one of the, as, as it turns out, thousands of experts on the transmission uh, of cannabis that have popped up on Twitter since I wrote the piece. But certainly at the risk of sounding even squarer than I do already, I have to find out, like, I mean, it is illegal. And certainly if you sat down outside a cafe and someone sat next to you, turned on a FaceTime call or a TV show on their phone right next to you, there's an inconvenience and an inconsideration. But isn't it Plus, the same with tobacco smoke uh, outside yeah, on the street? Ab- absolutely. And I, I was going to say that it's funny that we've now reached a, a point where you know, if you sit inside in a coffee shop, someone comes in and lights a cigarette, as you say, that's illegal. But if you're sitting outside, someone's sitting next to you and they're smoking dope, which is illegal, there does seem to be no recourse to stopping that, apart from appealing to their common humanity, which is is not a winning proposition, as you might think. 
Uh, and uh, what, what interested me about your about your article, apart from the, the, the point you made, was that you kind of came at it sheepishly. You kind of kept saying, look, you know, I know this is going to put me out as being a square. I mean, do you think most people are kind of, you know, laissez-faire about weed smoking in public areas? I would say the Vox Pop was a, a reasonable presentation, I think, of a lot of people's views, you know, as in, yes, I notice it. It bothers me. It doesn't bother me. But... Um, again, you know, people saying, look, it's around and you just have to deal with it. There's a kind of an acceptance of that. And I'm not <laughs> not trying to start the crusade for squareness. But, you know, I, I just I just find it an extremely selfish act in the sense that I, I take your point about cigarette smoke. But you have to admit, there's a fairly pungent odour when someone is smoking it and you're aware of that for 20 or 30 yards around. And that isn't, to me, inflicting your taste on me or vice versa. And I think there's an element of selfishness there that's kind of indicative of a range of behaviours in society you now. You acknowledge yourself that you don't have any solutions for this, Michael. I mean, uh, you know, people who smoke, smoke weed, I'm not saying you'd be nervous going up to them, asking them to stop or go somewhere else, but you mightn't get the, res- you mightn't get the response you require. And the guards seem to have given up on this. Yeah, I mean, it's ironic. <laughs> it's ironic, the kind of vehemence of the responses on Twitter shall we say, are at odds with your mental image of what the effects are. People <laughs> seem to be quite forceful about it. And certainly I'm I'm too long on the road now to approach anybody on the street and ask them to moderate their behaviour because, as we all know, that's that's not something that's going to endear you to anybody. You're, you're quite right. I, you know, I don't have an obvious solution apart from appealing to people to maybe have some consideration for their fellow man. And says you... If my vague opposition to weed marked me out as a square, that certainly, I don't know, marks me out as a cube or whatever the, whatever the uh, ultra version of A rhombus. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Going, going back to fifth class geometry. I mean, you know, it, 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 I know this is old man shouts at clouds territory, but the kind of the, the superimposition of everybody's personal tastes on everybody else seems to be in full swing. And I think weed is a fair indication of it i i'm not trying to i'm not trying to weed shame anybody but i am trying to kind of manner shame people into saying well maybe my behavior is impacting on everybody around me and maybe i should have a look at that okay um michael moynihan uh, a a columnist with the irish examiner and not a crusader for squareness thanks for joining us this morning what do you think i smell it everywhere on the streets of dublin i have to say and i'm just beginning to form my thoughts about it but what do you think uh do we need to do something about the public smoking of cannabis on our streets and the impact he's absolutely right news talk breakfast with kira kelly and shane coleman in association with air weekday mornings at seven on news talk